Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of BJ Shea's Geek Nation. That was a long one, sorry. Yeah, it was. With me is BJ Shea. Hello. Also, across from me, running the board, is Joey Dees. Hello, we are back again, and we have many things to discuss, including The Last of Us season finale and our thoughts on season one. Did we like it? Did we hate it? We liked it. <laughs> All right. But how much? We will find out. Exactly. And is there a cliffhanger for season two? Oh. We'll also talk Picard. Oh, Picard. Jean-Luc. And did Data return, or Data, or however you want to pronounce his name? It's oh, Data. No. Yeah, it's Data. Now, though, <laughs> Dr. Pulaski back in season two of Next Gen did call him Data. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, and, they, and you know what? That's when we all knew we hated her. But did he really return? Kind of. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. And, of course, the geek sheet with Vicky V. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. It's going to have our blogs, podcasts, and more. Moa. Or just search BJ Chase Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and the Odyssey Odyssey, 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 Odyssey. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. And you'll find us. (laughs) Well, while we were gone at our lovely wedding. Not our wedding. Sarah's wedding lovely that wedding. We went to. Yes, your sister's. BJ's daughter's, my sister's wedding. There we go. We have the season finale of The Last of Us. Now, if you haven't wrapped up this series yet, this is the first season. Spoiler alert. We're going to spoil everything. <laughs> or if you haven't played the video game, I guess, because pretty much, <laughs> I mean, you know, if you, if you play the video game, you know what's going on. Exactly. For the most part. And we left off with the lovely uh, episode of The Last of Us, which was When We Are in Need. Yes, uh, this uh, this show, which is uh, affectionately known as The Last DeLorean. Yes, The Last DeLorean. <laughs> this is where Ellie wa- found the cannibals. And the cannibals are not good people. No, they're not good people in so many ways. Yes, uh, so we wrapped up. Ellie had killed the cannibal leader and had walked out of the burning building with Joel into nothingness, essentially a forest. Yeah. And we get one more episode, which I was going to be like, how are they going to wrap this season up? I don't understand where we're going with this. Yeah. Uh, But we do know that Joel had been delivering Ellie to the uh, resistance group in order to present what he hoped to be, and she hoped to be, a cure for this fungus infection that has destroyed the world. We get to see the woman that put him, you know, the the Firefly uh, leader who put him on this mission in the first place. Yes. We finally get some resolution, but before that. We get a giraffe scene. Oh, yeah. You got to like the giraffe. Because there's hope in this world. Yeah. Because there's a giraffe. So we know that means Toys R Us will be around. They're back. Because Jeffrey, yep. (laughs) Macy's, it was perfect. Thank you. Jeffrey does survive the mushroom apocalypse. Yeah. Jeffrey ate the leaves, which means there's 10 more years of fungal infection. That's it. That is how it works. It's like like, like a groundhog. Nobody think of, you know, just spraying some hydrogen peroxide on everybody. No, that didn't work. No. That usually works on other fungal stuff. Sorry about that. You know, if Ryan George is going to make a pitch meeting for this show, it would be like, whoa, fungal zombies, those those aren't a problem, are they? No, hardly. No, 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 not at all. No, not at all. I mean, it must be hard getting around. No, super easy. Barely an inconvenience. They're not even on the show most of the time. No, we'll tell you that it was hard, but we're going to show you that off camera. Yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> just like the game where you realize, wow, how many times does Joel in the game sneak up on somebody who's like all the way across the room and can choke him out? Hey. It's like like they don't hear him ever. 
Joel, Joel in the last episode had one of the greatest scenes where it's like, Joel cannot move. He is incapacitated. He is dead. One scene later, Joel is now going to stab you, take all of your stuff, and uh, kill yeah. your whole cult. Boy, it's, you know, <laughs> nothing like, you know what, your little buddy uh, getting to be in trouble that will heal you good. That's right. Hey, you know, Grogan needed help, man. Yeah. You know, he's out there. That's what he's it struggling. is. The last DeLorean. But we do get the resolution as we do meet the Fireflies again, and uh, Joel has this incredible dialogue. I mean, this I don't know if this is straight from the game or if it was uh, improved upon a little bit, but Joel and Ellie have this scene after they meet the giraffe as they're going to the Fireflies where Joel essentially tells Ellie how he got a scar on his head. Yeah. And this was Joel pointing a gun at himself and missing. But missing because he choked or he was a coward or he couldn't do it kind of a thing. Yeah. Very emotional scene. You tell that, the, I mean, the acting is just great. They're going back and forth about this. Ellie's kind of understanding, you know, she's like, hey, we're in this together. I'm going to follow you everywhere. Great. Just, ah. I mean, I just I don't know how, how else to explain it, really. I mean, Pedro Pascal. Just good job. Just killing it. Yeah. <laughs> and so we get this emotional scene before we go to the Fireflies. Because, guys, this show, I, I mean, there's not a lot of hope in it. No. You know, everyone sucks. It's kind of, <laughs> you know, it's kind of the uh, end, uh, you know, conclusion. And they kind of do tell you that, the directors and everyone. They say, this is a show about doing bad things and getting punished, you know, even worse for them. Yep. And as you can see, the cannibal got burned alive and stabbed with meat cleaver. So he got what he was... Uh, <laughs> he deserved it. Yeah. So we get to the uh, Fireflies with Ellie and Joel. But before that, they get tear gassed. So they get knocked out. And we arrive with the Fireflies, with Joel being unconscious in a hospital bed. And there's the leader of the Fireflies that we saw in the first two episodes. And she's like, hey, it was hell to get here. I can't believe you guys got here. I mean, we lost a bunch of people on the way. I don't know how, Joel, you were somehow able to do it with just yourself. You are an amazing person. We're going to kill your daughter. Yeah, I think that's the fair thing to do. <laughs> yeah, well, and You know, probably not what you want to wake up to on a Friday afternoon, but uh, that's what happened. The sad thing is you figure that really to do the work that needs to be done to come up with this. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a biologist, but I feel like, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, unless they had the state of the art technology, which they don't and state of the art people who know what they're doing. Chances are you knew you kind of knew that Ellie wasn't going to survive this if they got their way to use her as a cure. I kind of ha- I saw this coming down the street. It's like there's no way, and I haven't seen the game. It's like there's no way she's making it through. It's not like they go, "This is great. All we do is just take a look at you, maybe draw a little blood, and then we'll cure the world." And I think they foreshadowed that a little bit when you know uh, Henry dies because sure, you sure. know she's basically, "Hey, here's some blood. You should be fine." I will not be fine. Yeah, and the concept is they had to go to, I think they're in Florida now. They had to go all the way down, yeah. take a huge truck across the world or the country because they were trying to get to these doctors who the Fireflies had. And so you kind of understand that it's supposed to be this like pretty complex procedure that they have to do to try to get the cure. You don't know that it happens to be removing her brain. <laughs> and that's the thing where that's what they think. And I think that's the only reason why I can even empathize with Joel I because you I mean if the whole world can be saved as much as you love any one person you kind of in in that situation you go dude we got to keep we got to keep our society going but I don't think that he believes that they know what they're doing and, and neither do I yeah this is a tough one for me I know I, I have a question because in the video game they say something else I believe but I want to know if they said this in the, the show because I don't think they do this is supposed to be the 12th time they've done this 
Oh, that I don't the remember. The 12th child, yeah, or the 11th or 12th child. So See, I don't remember that. I don't think that was in the show, because I, I read a little synopsis afterwards about, oh, how does it link up with the game, and they don't say that, I don't think, in the show. Ellie is supposed to literally be the first attempt. Yeah, because his, attitude, his answer to her was there was a bunch, which makes sense to me if, in fact, that's what the game said. Yeah. Because then he's not lying. Honestly, I wish they did say something like that, because it would help me better feel better about, you know, Joel going F you people unless they wanted us to really have it know. Joel is putting his own needs over that and maybe you slightly can think they don't know what they're doing. So I think that was an interesting omission if that was. I don't remember them saying that, Joel. Yeah, this is the big decision that we kind of come to, which is Joel clearly didn't have a whole lot of reason to live in this world. He had lost his daughter originally yeah. and then he loses what his now partner in the first two episodes. So we come to this conclusion at the ninth episode of the season where Joel is now being told that the only th connection he has to the world is you know, minus his brother, but that kind of was not the greatest storyline, unfortunately. No, he sees his brother's like, he's checked out, he's done, he's but just doing whatever. The thing he cares most about is now about to be taken from him. And so the question becomes, is Joel a good or bad person? Yeah. Because he goes ape-ass and kills everyone. Yeah, that's that also is like, whoa. I just, mean, they, these people may be misguided, but they're trying to save the world. Yes, so the question is whether or not he's justified or not even want to say justify, but whether or not you can see his point of view in what he ends up doing, because they they do it without her consent. That was essentially what he said. Well, why, why don't we ask her? And it was it's a no. Like you know, they're like, you know what, we're not going to ask her. Yeah, that's a good point, and I think that you know maybe that's enough justification. Yeah, and so he decides. Well, you know, I don't agree with that. So he decides. You know, he, he kills most of them. He, yeah, he does. And he even kills the leader who's still alive after he saves Ellie because he goes, "Hey, I know you're just going to come find her. You know, that's that's going to be your goal." Sorry. Um. Yeah, and I, she was pregnant, so it's like, oh man. Yeah, and it's pretty brutal. And I, I like the idea because it is a, it's a twist in the sense that this show kind of made you believe, you know, as most zombie shows do, that the cure is what matters. Now they don't sell it that well in this show, but that is the arc that they're pushing in the first season. So I like the idea that this show kind of did the whole. It's not really about that anymore. No. You know? I do wish that the zombies mattered more because I just didn't feel any tension. I kind of feel like, well, every episode has been, Joel doesn't agree with what people are doing, so Joel's going to murder everyone. Yeah, that's the problem. And, and, you know, unlike The Walking Dead, there was no there was. Well, you know, you could argue uh, that Eugene, when he first debuted on the show, this character said he was actually the guy that had the cure and he had to get to, to a certain place, but he lied just so that he could be kept alive. But he, because he wasn't strong enough himself to be able to keep himself alive, so he wanted to be part of a group. And he said, "I'm a smart guy, and I have the cure for this. Well, you got to get me to DC, or get me to the CDC, or get me somewhere." And then eventually, he's like, "I lied. I just wanted to live." Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, but so, so pretty much, The Walking Dead, there was never a cure. Uh, sure. Outside of that one moment with Eugene, at least within the the the, the main show, this show, yeah, like you said, had you thinking that, oh, there's going to be a cure. Yeah, and and that is a dry, I do this thing. I go back and forth because people love they love, and I get it. I understand because it's a good it's a good arc, right? People have to go. Well, it's not about the zombies. It's about the human interactions. And I go, yes, that's a hundred percent true. But you're also in season one of a show that you've chosen to be in a zombie world. You know, yeah, you've got to have both. <laughs> and Walking Dead was the same thing. It was a show about the people, but they had tons of zombies. They had tons. I mean, they were there that you could not turn your back on them. It wasn't like this show where, like you said, Joe, I don't, I, I forget. I mean, when was the last time we saw a clicker that mattered? None. None of them mattered, except for the second se the second episode where they're trying to get out of the, the uh, original yeah, city. Maybe they'll matter. But yeah, and again, 
the video game, when you watch, like I watch the gameplay and the cinematics, it's, they don't matter there either. I mean, I, I mean, that's the thing. I get mad at this show, but they kind of are doing what the game did. And the clickers don't seem to matter in the game either. He fights more people as I watch the, the playthrough, fights more people than clickers in the game. Yeah, and it's tough. And I think and it's, and it's I, I don't want to bash on the show. The show is great. I, you know, I probably land between a seven or eight. It's fantastic. I want more of it. My, these are just small nitpicks, but they're complaints about things that I don't really understand on why they weren't done just a little different because you do I, I need to be afraid this is a zombie show you know yeah, at the I'm end totally of the day. not afraid of I, I'm not afraid of anything in this show and the whole arc is we have a cure we're going to try to get the cure the character is going to you know have a dramatic change as they go along because they want to save this person and now this person has become more valuable to them so they're going to forego the, the original conclusion but there is no zombies to cure every single episode after episode yeah. two is just people and the main characters i know they've killed a lot of people but here's what we know we know that a teenager can miraculously cure a massively bad infection that should have killed somebody by going oh i guess i'll just stick the needle here and we know that a guy who had a massively bad infection can all of a sudden go up and be like like the best fighter ever you, you go okay these two will never die maybe they will but I don't believe they'll die. I don't believe there's any danger. There are no zombies around, so there's no danger there. You're right. That is the one flaw of this show is that I don't believe the characters will die and the zombies aren't a threat, which means they'll walk into a town, don't care how bad she gets abused by any human being, she will not die, and she'll probably kill the guy. And that's what happens. Yeah, and again, it's well acted, and there's some great dialogue. But like, I come back to it after the season, because right? this is after the season. Like Individually, the episodes are very good. But I look at the Kansas City story arc that got two episodes, and yeah. I'm like, why did this get two episodes, but the Cannibal episode only got one? The Cannibal episode was, you know, I think better acted, well well written, it made more sense for the world, yeah. whereas the Kansas City storyline were just idiots. You know, yeah. like, Harry's story was amazing, but the payoff was the, the, the humans are dumb. Yeah. And they destroy themselves. And that's something they added. That wasn't from the cinematics. I, Henry and his dad or his brother, uh, that, that was a whole different storyline. He was never this big bad guy to the folks at the QZ the way they made it up in the show. So that part, you know, that you hated, that was writers that decided to stray from the, the original material. And, well, I mean, they, they, they strayed from the original material when it came to Frank. And that was a win in episode three. But yeah, I don't think Kansas City was a win when they strayed from material there. Yeah. And so I think we just end up, I think we're a little rushed. I think that's how I feel. That, that, that's why this show feels like it didn't quite hit that mark. And here's a question that people have asked, Joe. Do we need another season? I feel like if you end it here, it's, an, it's a pretty damn good story. Where can they go from here? Because we know now that the biggest hope, at least what we were heard of, was this whole medical facility thing who turns out to be a bunch of butchers, basically, if you want to believe that that's what, you know, Joel believed. Where do you go from here? Yeah, I mean, I know they have, I think, another game and a half-ish, essentially, because I think there's still more DLC they haven't used as well. But okay. I agree with you. And here's, oh, this is my big complaint, because I know I don't want to say they played it safe, but this is a video game show. So you know that they had a really, like, high bar, because it's been so low and it's been such a failure that they had a, if they were going to succeed, they had to succeed greatly. And they did. But we're going to get two seasons, they said season two and season three, from the second game. And the second game was... And the storyline was not well received. It was very okay-ish, you oh know. Boy. Oh boy! And I'm wondering why, if we were going to rush through this first season that has all the great character development and Joel and Ellie and their relationship, why did we rush through season one and then give season, you know, the game two, yeah. two seasons? It doesn't really make any sense to me. And to your point, 
I mean, this didn't show didn't have too much story, anyways. Like, it was a fun journey because it's about you know the humans now. But yeah, the you know the story was. I mean, they go across this you know this impossible journey alone. You know, for you know we have two flashback episodes, an episode about. You know, Frank and what's his Carl have nothing to do with the world. You know, we ha- we only really got like five ish episodes of a yeah, show. It's 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 <laughs> probably the best done show that I am unsatisfied with. Yeah, like weird, I right. I, I, you know, like if you take a look at the acting, the writing, the even the the cinematography and the sets and everything, and I can't complain about any of it. I mean, they, they, it's been a terrific looking show and very well executed, and yet I'm so unsatisfied with it because of what I've seen already in my life in this genre. Yeah. The, the Walking Dead just wrecks this show for me. It just really does. I, yeah, and I think just for me, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, in a vacuum, each episode is is great. But the problem is when you you bring them all together and you're like, okay, well, what did, where are they where are they going? It's like, well, there's not really a story. But no, but you know, people can be okay with that. Like you know, you can say, yeah, people oh, say there are people yeah. that love this show, and I don't under and I'm like, yeah, and I I should too, but I don't. And I think it also might be the video game disconnect. Like, if you play the video game, I'm sure you're probably thrilled That's because a big part your of it. mind is filling yeah. in all the gaps. That's a big part of it, I bet. And But, you know, I, again, I will say, shot beautifully, really well acted, yeah, I'll written watch great. It. Yeah. I'll watch season two, and who knows? Maybe they will make it better than the game made it, Yeah, which would be a hell of a triumph. Let's see what they do. And, as you know, and if I'm grading this through the lens of a video game show, I mean, this is a 9 or 10. If I'm viewing it as an HBO show without that video game lens, it's probably a 7 or an 8. Which Gosh, I think it's fair. I would give this show an eight or a nine if it was on before The Walking Dead. Instead, <laughs> I mean, you know, if I had seen it, yeah, like yeah. if I seen it before The Walking Dead came out, I'd be like, what a great show. Because there'd be things in it I had never seen before. Because of the fact I've seen The Walking Dead, I give this show a seven. That's fair. Yeah. But I think, I mean, overall, it's a success for sure, though. I mean, I, I uh, definitely, if you consider the fact it's a video game, I mean, that's, I mean, that's amazing. Because like you said, it's a lot of it's shot for shot. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and and it's well acted. I mean, Bella, you know, I mean, really, Bella Ramsey's fantastic. Pedro Pascal is good, and some of the other actors I don't think are as good. And it, it sometimes you see it really like, oh my god, you are not on the level of these two. But okay, you know, um, that's the thing. You know, you see other shows like The Walking Dead, and you very rarely did you see actors that just didn't do a good job. Sometimes in 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 this show, I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, uh, the Kansas I, I, City yeah. part really took for me. Took oh, away that from was the that show. was one of the the big that. That that stood out. Uh, the sister to me irritated the crap out of me. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I don't think people will follow you. I also think that your motivations are stupid, considering what's going on in the world. You know, the, and also Henry's got a little kid, and you are being this much of an a hole. But you want us to feel sorry about your brother? It just my brain goes. I'm sorry. This doesn't work. I really believe the Negan. There are a lot of outlandish characters on The Walking Dead, but somehow the great acting made you believe that this is why they're doing it. And some of these actors do not make me believe that in The Last of Us, you know, especially compared to Pedro and Bella. They just, you know, uh, but yes, I'll watch season two. Exactly. Uh, moving on from The Last of Us. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it, by the way. Let us know what you think on uh, our <laughs> <Yeah>. socials. <laughs> Hopefully you enjoyed it better than I did. Um, uh, again, it's so enjoyable. I was happy to watch it every every uh, week, and I'm sad that it's gone. But yes. And I mean, like I said. Seven it's no of- Gotham Knights, but then what oh, is? God, hmm. Oh, sorry. Never again. Uh, yes. Uh, well, Star Trek. What's going on with some Star Trek? Star Trek. Star Trek Picard is uh, an interesting enigma of the uh, world of television as it is on CBS. And, man, when you watch your favorite IP get taken and put on a cable television show, 
Wait, cable well, network. You, is it on CBS now? You mean like Paramount, CBS? right? Well, Paramount Plus. Yeah, that's CBS, isn't that? Well, it's owned by CBS, but I mean, it's, sure. it's it's a streaming service. It's not on CBS network television. I don't fall for that trap of well, it's on a streaming service, so it's not part of a cable network. It's a it's a cable network. Really? Like, oh, okay. That's hundred percent what it is. All I mean, right. They, well, you know, I mean, however you however you want to look at that, I'm I I don't know, so I'll I won't I won't challenge you. Everyone's got an audience, and their audience is someone. <laughs> yes. Not well, us some of the time. I'll tell you that much. I, I, you know, Star Trek Picard, uh, look, I love Next Gen. You and I both love the show. There's definitely nostalgia this season. Uh, I don't know how good this series would be if you were. It's kind of like some of the Marvel movies. Like, you know, do we love it because we just love the characters and we have all this in, invested de- decades of it? Uh, but is it really good? That's a tough one for me to answer. I don't know if it's really good. Because I love the characters and the nostalgia so much. I, I definitely think the nostalgia, at least in this season, the nostalgia is, is carrying a long way. That being said, it is definitely better than the first two seasons. I mean, season one was okay. It yeah, was, it was okay. It was fine. Season two was, and I don't say this lightly, I don't mean to be mean, some of the worst television I've ever watched. Yeah, it's <laughs> tough to defend season two of Picard. It really is. Uh, and then season three was exactly what Star Trek fans wanted, which was... Just Picard and Riker being Picard and Riker and getting all the gang back together. And the new people that they brought in, though I will argue that season one, you know, uh, the, the new people they brought in, I liked, uh, oh gosh, I forget the, the pilot of, of, the, of the ship. Ram- Ramos? Uh, yeah, what's, oh, I can't remember his yeah. name. That's horrible. He, I really liked his character. Uh, and um, Raffi, it, at times I like Raffi. I'm not sure if it's the writing because uh, I really don't, I, 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 I know that you know Michelle Hurd's a good actor so I don't I don't know what it is but sometimes I think that writers or scenarios or whatever they try to do just make you go well, this character what are you doing the, um, they have a tendency to like to uh weaken the main characters to make characters like Raffi seem stronger as opposed to just writing them both strong like there's a yeah. lot of episodes where you go for instance Raffi's in the the middle of the uh, rebe- uh the town that you know she's in with Worf yes uh, and and she's like, I'm the badass now, and shoots her gun in the air. And you're like, this is this is just so forced. And then she's like, I have to stab Worf to let everyone know I'm a badass. There's like, so many ways where it's like, you could have both just been badasses. You didn't have to really destroy the main characters. I know. Some of these choices, because of the history, it's like, look, first of all, a Klingon is much stronger than a human. I understand Worf is older, but he probably still could kick any human's ass. Yeah. Uh, they and, do the same thing with yeah. Jory LaForge's character, too, in this yeah. last episode, where his he... Jory's working on data. He's known data his whole life. And he's like, hey, can you hand me this daughter? And she's like, oh, you're an idiot, Dad. That's the wrong thing. You don't need that. And it's like, why did you write it that way? They could both be smart. Jordy could ask for something and she'd go, you're also going to need this, by the way, Dad. And they're both, there they go. They're both smart. Yeah, I'm it's not weird. I'm not sure what they're trying to accomplish here. I, unless they, you know, with the episode that we're talking about, maybe they're trying to accomplish that Jordy's out of touch and that really he should listen to his kids because they're more in touch. Uh, I can understand that storyline. Uh, does it work? Well, that again, not for you. It doesn't. You can just write better. They yeah. can both be cool characters. I don't yeah. know why we have to crap on the old new characters that we love just to make the new characters seem better when you can just write them both to be good. That would be, yeah. There's, I don't have a problem with writing them both to be good. You're yeah. right. I, have, I don't have a problem with that, but there definitely does seem to be that style for some reason. I know that there have been rumors they want to have the next, next generation. And, you know, so Beverly Crusher's son, Jack, and, uh, you know, LaForge's daughter, uh, 
is, is also, you know, and uh, Sydney, you know, they want those. And, and then the other daughter who's played by uh, by LeVar's real daughter, Mika Burton, which, um, you know, I like those characters. I, you know, I like Alondra LaForge. And I guess that these are people that were named in the last episode, uh, to, uh, uh, All Good Things. I guess they did actually flash to the future and talked about his kids. And they were named uh, Alondra and Sydney. Oh, and cool. I, I guess it was a third one, too. Uh, so that was fun that actually they brought that into this world. Um, so I, nitpicking aside, yeah, it oh. is, I mean, this this episode got us back to where we needed to be. The last episode yeah. had fallen off. This episode, we get the heist. Yeah. We get the return of Jordy LaForge. Yeah, get a little, you know, get a little Moriarty Easter egg kind of thing, you know, whatever you want to call those things. Nostalgia. Uh, mem- mem- what are member berries? Member berries, yeah. Yeah, we get those, sure. A lot of member berries. I think uh, if you didn't watch the Next Gen show, this this, this is not going to make any sense to you. It's going to be that's, bad. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I feel like... I mean, it's definitely fan service, but would it be a good show if you didn't know what the hell was going on? Ooh, I don't know. I don't think you possibly... I mean, because the heist was stupid. I mean, like, you know, yeah. objectively, it was dumb. I mean, yeah. they literally beam onto the most secure Starfleet yeah. uh, base of all time, and they, like, insert a, a key card, and they're like, oh, welcome to the station. <laughs> that they got from a Vulcan gangster, which I'm still having a hard time with. Yeah, and then the defense system is Moriarty, who you have no idea who is, and a throwaway character if you've never watched any of it. Like, they do a cool job of tying in the whistling with Data yeah. and, and Riker, but that doesn't make any sense I in got, context. Uh, yeah, and I got news for you. That was a deep cut that I don't think they realize we remember. I totally don't remember that deep cut. Like, I'm like, I didn't get it. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. And then they, so they, of course, when you have to show flashbacks, like scenes from the original episode, then you know not everybody's going to get it. And that's what I looked at and I go, nice try, but you had to show me the scene for me to, gosh, it was the first episode of Next Generation. Lots of stuff happened. Q stole the show of the first episode. I'm not going to remember. Maybe other people would, but I don't remember the whistling scene. I mean, I remember there was some cute little thing with Data and all that, and I want to be a real boy, Pinocchio, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, and Moriarty was a great character, but used in a bizarre way and used in a stupid way. It was like, that wasn't even Moriarty. It was basically Data using Moriarty to use a data thing. Yeah, it's essentially The confirm, whistle was a data thing, yeah. not a Moriarty thing. So I was totally confused, like, what does this have to do? Oh, and I'm like, oh, so data. May, and I'm just like, no, I'm sorry. I, I, it, it's like, I felt it was lame. Yeah, and then they, I mean, there's a I, look. Star Trek has had a lot of seasons. They got a lot of rules, so it's kind of hard for uh, writers to come in and like know everything, right? Because one of the major plot points in this episode is that the uh, ship has to go get a, de- a cloaking device to go back and save the crew because. Of course, the changelings know that they're trying to get into Daystrom, which is the big security system or a facility. They leave an away team. They go to the go to get the cloaking device. Apparently, there shouldn't be cloaking devices because exactly. of like some treaties that were set up. I, that's a nitpick for really hardcore fans. I think it's a fair nitpick, but at the same time, whatever. Let's go with it. They get the, the cloaking device. They go back. And they don't save Riker. Why? Why? Why did we separate Riker of yeah, all the characters? Yeah, that has to happen because you know that Vatic said we'll have to find somebody close to him, and then oh, we'll go kidnap Riker's. Which, by the way, I am so disappointed that so far this is all we have seen of 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 Deanna Troy. If she is not more useful. I am going to be pissed because look at Beverly Crusher has been like kick-ass soldier person. 
and Deanna Troy's not going to be useful. She actually has like abilities to read, you know, empathetic stuff. I hope that somehow she's going to be useful because so far her being the damsel in distress that gets kidnapped in order to leverage Riker to be a bad, you know, to tell I'm, I'm like, that is such an old trope and I'm so tired of it. I'm and, and, and I would imagine any any woman would be tired of this. Like, really? She's kidnapped. And I, uh, that really disappointed me. But I hope all they're doing is setting me up for Deanna having a real kick ass part of this whole story. My secret hope is that she's actually a changeling and that Deanna Troy is already dead or something. Oh, OK. Well, well that would def- that would be something big twist. That would be a twisty. I found it hilarious because the the away team that beams on to Daystrom is Riker, Worf and Raffi. Two security officers and a retired captain. Ca- yeah, captor. wasn't sure about that. And who gets tasked to save them from the guards? Yes, it's not security guard number one. Of course not. <laughs> not security guard number two. No, why would that it's be? Right? No, you don't want the security guards involved in security. It's just so good. No. I mean, but you know, ignore the little things because yep. the dialogue between the characters is awesome. I mean. I really wish they hadn't made Worf a pacifist. It's really taken away from his character for me. I'm just so bored with him now. I'm like, ugh, really? Yeah, he's old. I'm a pacifist. Also, I cut Frankie's heads off. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, whatever the show wants to do. Yeah, he's, <laughs> uh, you know, I think the problem is when you have people as old as they are, even though it seemed like they did the stunts really well, but uh, but apparently that's just maybe because he's old. I don't uh, know. And again, of course, you've got two storylines going on, and they got a lot going on. Uh, I, I like the season for the most part. I think the person that's stealing the season for me is uh, Captain Liam Shaw, played by Todd Stashwick, who does a great job. He's stealing the season for me. He's the bright spot, was playing basically the captain that hates hates Picard and hates Riker. And then you find out there's a reason, which is even better. Uh, and th- that's been a bright spot for me. When he geeked out when he met Jordy LaForge, that was funny. That was funny. because I mean, again, that, that was a good reveal that this guy, you realize, oh, which then does sort of explain why Jordy doesn't want to be action guy and he has a family and he's older. I actually did like the storyline with Jordy because it, it sort of fits for me, um, even though it's irritating and I'm glad, you know, and it, but it gave his kids the chance to go, dad, what are you a moron? You're in Starfleet. Let's figure this out. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I, I, I don't, I don't hate that. And uh, I like the LaForge kids anyway. So, I mean, to me, I think that's real fun. Uh, and it's so exciting. I think, look, I work with my kids at my job, so the idea that LeVar gets to work with Mika is, to me, just like it warms my heart. Uh, yeah, and a lot of it's written fine. Like, I don't think any of the... They're, like, I, like I said, they bash on the main characters a little bit, and it's kind of annoying. But besides that, this has kind of gone back in the right direction of at least they're carrying a good storyline where they're going to, you know, they just get... They got data back, or data back. That was the big reveal. Yeah. At the end of the episode that they broke into Daystrom, they were looking for an answer to what was stolen yes. by the uh, changelings who are essentially trying to do something. They're trying to do something bad, and they stole something very mysterious. And uh, it was a red herring. They stole one thing that you thought, oh, my God, they're going to do horrible things. Portal tech. But actually, they stole something else, which was <sighs> John Luke Picard's dead body. That's right. Well, you know, every okay. once in a while, somebody says, you will not do this over my dead body. And people well, actually were doing it over your dead body. This, this concerns me. Two, yeah, one why? real reason. Why? Well, there is a very big difference between science fiction and fantasy. Yeah. Star Wars is fantasy. Star Trek is science fiction. If this body is like a, 
He's the chosen one. His DNA is super special. I'm just going to be like, all right, where I'm at. Well, like, don't forget, he was Locutus. That's fine. That's that, a good yeah, thing. If they go be. down that road, because knowing that he might still have some sort of Borg tech somehow embedded in there somewhere, and that's why they want it, I'm for that. Yeah, I think if it goes to the Borg route, it'll be fine, which it could because we have had a lot of the Borg in the past in the yeah, seasons one I'm and two. I'm for that. I'll go for I, I, You know, I mean, the changeling's thinking maybe that'll help. I hope that's it. But it, that, but we do know that um, uh, Luke, uh, uh, Patrick Stewart's character, uh, Picard's son, Jack, has a major uh, doings to the plot because apparently he's having visions the visions, I don't think, are the genetic thing that was passed down to no, him. No, it's, it's not. Something it's completely else. not. His eyes light up red. And yeah. I will say, if his eyes light up red, you're showing us confirmation that this is more than just a disease. Because Patrick, because uh, Jean-Luc Picard, who has the same disease, his eyes never lit up red. Yeah, and and he's got his DNA, supposedly, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if so, he's not a changeling. No, he's, and the <laughs> yeah. changelings want him. Yeah. So obviously there's something about this guy that's special because they want him. Yeah. Maybe he's a sleeper agent and they want him for because they keep saying we got to get him back. We got to get him back before this big celebration of basically Starfleet where they said we're going to celebrate by bringing all of our ships in one place because that's where everybody can blow us up. Yeah. You know, because remember the last time there was the burn. Oh, wait, wait that, that actually hasn't happened yet. Sorry. Hey, spoiler alert. Don't put all your ships in one place. Yeah. Well, so that that is the interesting part. And I do hope it doesn't have to do with the DNA because that would make sense because Jack would have Picard's DNA. Yeah. So we'll see. Yep. Well, but I'm still excited to watch the rest of it now. Yeah, still it's enjoying getting it. good. Yeah, and we we did not do the latest episode because we record these on uh, Thursdays and it has so just we'll, come yeah, out. We'll find out. So we'll see if the rumors well, are correct. Hopefully, we'll but out. we do get data back. Data, we get data well, lore, and, B4, yeah. and soon. Well, B4, B4 is data from Wish. <laughs> uh, you know, so I, I, if I never see B4 again, I will be very happy. Um, but Lore, you know, is going to like mess things up. You know how it is because yeah. it's like he's got all these personalities and he's also got soon in him as well. Soon in him. So we'll see what this sort of multiple personality data will be like. He'll be helpful most of the time, but probably will wreck something. And it's so fun. Now everyone's back together. We have them all. Yeah. Which is, I mean, OK, I, I actually thought. Nice. I like this. I, I, I'll take this. Yeah, so we'll see where this goes, and then we have a, a, a captured Riker that we're going to have to go rescue. Yeah, that's going to be a thing. Yeah. He's already getting tortured by the changeling. He you know, done. He yeah, gone. He's just like, whatever. And hey, I know you. Here's your wife. What do you think? And he's probably like, well, I'll have to find someone else to make pizza with. What are you going to do? Uh, hey, you know what? Hey, what are you going to do? Pizza Tuesdays. I just love the fact <laughs> they don't have his kid. They got his wife, but the, for some reason they didn't take the kid. Where's the kid? Okay, it's a tough life out there. Yeah, I mean, so, so that's the other thing. It's like, where's the kid? The kid's also a big deal. Deal, especially since Riker's already lost a kid. I think that's bigger leverage. You got the wife, but not the kid. Kids quit playing hide and seek, man. Yeah, I know. I mean, that that also bothered me. It's like, what? The, come on, you're gonna. I mean, the kid, that's the that's the person you go for because he's already lost a kid. But that's not a main character from the original cast. I know these changelings don't know how to torture. Come to me if you want to know how to torture. Well, we'll wait and see about that. But until then, we have to get to the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, what do you got for us today? Would you like to play a game? Oh, she's getting saw on us. All right. Uh, hey. Remember, we learned a few uh, episodes back that it's I want to play a game. Okay, fine. Oh, Go ahead and ruin my Mandela effect. Uh huh. But uh, BuzzFeed actually put out a uh, a list of 19 old yet iconic movie quotes that people still use in conversations every day. All right. And I figured I would say the quote, and you guys would have to guess what movie it was from or show. Okay. Or, I mean, technically, they're all movies. But did you die? 
Oh. Oh, I say this one all the time, especially when people comment on my driving. Oh, wow. I don't know if I, but did you die? This is from a movie. But did you die? Uh, I don't know. Batman? No. Oh, damn it. Joey, Harley Quinn. Well, Birds of Prey. Comedy movie. And mind oh. you, this movie, this is back, you know, 10 years-ish. Over uh, 10, yeah. Wow. You know what? I, I, I don't know this quote. We need a hint. Go with the actor. Yeah, I don't know what the quote. I, I don't think I've heard this quote a lot. I'm blinking out his name. He's a doctor in real life. Ooh. Oh. Oh, Ken uh, Young? Ken Young. Oh, is it from uh, Hangover? Part two. Oh. oh, Hangover Part two. Yeah, he tells people, "Did you? But did you die?" Oh, wow. You know what? I that's not I one that's in my lexicon. That oh my god, I see yeah. that one all the time. Oh well, look at you, buddy. All right, fine. We'll try another one. This one, this one came out in two thousand one, and we said it a lot then. I haven't used it since though. My germs. My, my germs. My mm. germs. Ooh. Poking Ooh. your finger into someone else's food. My germs. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know this one either. Man, I'm bad at this. Uh, what is those? Uh, Osmosis Jones? Nope. Ooh. Osmosis Jones, 2001. It's a parody movie. Uh, okay. Uh, American Pie. No. 2001. Oh, my God. It's, uh, Vicky, that's 22 years ago. I know. Parody of a horror movie. Oh, Scream. No, Scary, uh, scary Movie. movie. Scary Movie 2, yes. Oh, oh. You're, all the twos. Yes. Why are the twos but more me- memorable than the ones? Uh, this was the one everyone's at the dinner table and everyone's like, my germs, my germs. And then the butler with the little hand puts his whole hand in the food. Oh, okay. I remember that yeah. now. I, uh, what? Over like, 2. Over yep. 2. Right. What? Like it's hard? What? Like it's hard? What? Like it's hard? Okay, I am. Oh, I, Legally Blonde. Yep. Yes. Like, Good wait, job, Joey. Thank like you, you, you Sarah. Got in, you got into it's like you got into Harvard. What? Like it's hard. Ah, okay. I've had to watch that movie so many times because of my little sister. Good job, okay. buddy. You remember that one? I I haven't had to watch it as much as you. Uh, this one I do on occasion. She doesn't even go here. Oh boy, I I know I'll know this when you say mean, it. Mean Girls. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I knew I know she it when you said it. She doesn't even go here. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I think you'll get this one, BJ. All right. I'm in a glass case of emotion. I'm in a glass case of emotion. I'm not going to oh, get this one. Man, wow! I know this. I am one so too. bad. Monsters Inc. No. Uh, mm. uh, how about another quote from this character? Scotch, Scotch, Scotch. I love oh, Scotch. Scotch Anchorman. in my belly. Yep. There we go. From I don't. Re- I don't remember the glass case of emotion. When he was in it. the the phone I'm booth. The glass oh, case of emotion. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's been a long time since I've seen. What the movie. was the dog's name? Oh, oh my God. That's Pickles. Mr. Pickles. Something oh like that. Yeah. There we go. You figure it out. I'll give you another one. All right. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> oh wow. 2004 movie comedy. Oh. Probably well, on my top uh, list Baxter. of favorites. Baxter. Baxter, Baxter was the dog, yes, that's but that's not oh, the Baxter. Oh, I, I don't know this bleed my own blood one. This would be a dodgeball. Dodgeball. Uh, that was uh, Ben Stiller's uh, character. Yeah, that's right. There we go. Uh, okay, this one. Okay, if you do not get this one, I'll be very disappointed. <clears throat> 2000 movie. Are you not entertained? That was oh, easy. Yeah, and I... And, Russell Crowe? Uh, Russell Crowe? Yeah. Yes. Wield the sword? In 2000s uh, times. Oh. Are you uh, not entertained? In front of... Nope, I don't know. <gasps> Gladiator. Gladiator. Oh, that's why. This was also like a meme for a very long time. Yeah, Are you yeah. not entertained? I do use this one on occasion. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, how about, okay, this one's going to give it away pretty easy. My name is Inigo Montaña. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Oh, yeah, of course. That is uh, from uh, Why Am I Blanking on the Movie? It's the greatest movie of all time. Princess Bride. Yes. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we found one. Finally got one. This is one of the few lines in this movie that it does not have a swear word. 
Say what again? I dare you. Oh, is that Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction. Nice. There we go. Actually, I did use the line, uh, oh, Royale with cheese yesterday, funny Mm -hmm. enough. And by the way... What's the character? Oh my god, I can't remember. But the the the, the girl in the uh, diner with the dude. Oh, uh, Honey Bunny. Uh, yeah, Honey Bunny is actually a bad guy in the Star Trek Picard season. <coughs> it Amanda, all comes together. Uh, Amanda Plummer. God. That's yes. funny. All right, how about this one's an animated one? All right, Ooh. from two thousand. And oh. I have mentioned how much I love this movie many a times. Oh, okay, then. Okay, no touchy, no touchy. Oh, Ratatouille. No. Oh, like I said, <laughs> Mulan. Uh, the voice actor is David Spade. Oh, oh, Hercules. Yes. Lilo and Stitch. Emperor's New Groove. Oh, oh yeah, that's the one you do like a lot. Yeah. Damn it, I thought, I thought I was, I thought I had it, and I, the, yeah, you like we Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> yeah, I never get any of these. Uh, how about Sherjan? Oh, the Brady Bunch movie. Yeah. What? I've never seen that. Really, the one that came out in 95, it actually has, uh, I'm blanking on her name, but she's married to Ben Stiller. She yeah. also did the, well, she was uh, in Dodgeball as well. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, she, she, and she looks very, it's, it's wild how much she looks like Maureen McCormick, who yeah. played the original Marsha Brady. And you're right, I can't remember her name. Uh, uh, no, I hated this movie just because I hated how perfect they were. Like, I, even at a young age, I was just angsty, I guess. Just like, oh, why are they so perfect? <laughs> I don't like you, Brady Bunch. Here's right. the story. I'm Edmund Brady. <laughs> How about no? Oh, that's gotta be uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, gold yeah. member, baby. Uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Austin Powers. But that was also me replying to you guys singing yeah. the song. Oh. <laughs> Vicky is not necessarily getting the most iconic quotes from because Austin Powers obviously had three movies. Mm-hmm. She's I'm, going deep with these. Yeah. I'm going based off the list from BuzzFeed. It's but the, these the, are the quotes t- that people still use. Wow. Yeah. Okay, BuzzFeed. Not so much the iconic quotes that oh, from oh, the so movie. St- oh, how about no? I got to I'm like how about no? Wow, I don't you know what. Again, I'm an old person, so maybe my people don't even know these. Maybe not. Uh, well, how about you're tacky and I hate you? Oh, wow. 2003. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. Jack Black is in this. Oh, 2003. School Rock. School Rock. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I have a confession. That's to make. a great movie. I, I've never seen the movie. What? I, I know. Saw it forever ago. I probably need to. Oh man, it that movie's point. so fun. I know. I heard but, it was so amazing, and I just never saw it, and have never gotten around to see it. And I, now I think if I, I was going to pick a, a movie to describe Blackjack, <laughs> Blackjack, <laughs> Blackjack is a great game. I don't know this play. I think that would be Rounders, wouldn't it? Or, or Twenty One. Jack Black. That I would pick that movie. Like it's just totally him. You know, musician out of work impersonates a school teacher to make money and decides. To it does really to, sound like Jack Black, right? It's just so yeah. good. Uh, there, there is a uh, maybe I'll have to post it, but there is a very sweet video that's been floating around the internet of Jack Black with a, I believe the fan is either sick or terminal, something like that, and they talk about how much they love his movies, and I believe it was School of Rock, and he starts singing it for him right then and there, and Aww. it was just like, ugh. The internet. What are you doing to me, Jack Black? He just seems so sweet and crazy. I, he is the perfect perfection. If you want to be the teacher's pet. Oh, my God. You know I know the song. Yeah, of course. I oh, baby, to... you just better forget it. Guess what we're doing the weekend? We're going to go to karaoke and you're singing that. Awesome. Oh. Oh. Karaoke. That'd be awesome. Yay. I'm not going to karaoke. You're not oh. going to karaoke? No, thank you. Why not? Oh. Well, you know, because of the whole karaoke. Fair. Yeah. But I am very How curious. about no? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Is there a line from a movie or a show that you use every day still? I want to know what it is. And until next time, stay nerdy.